name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's on this day that we are given to remember the blessed Apostle St. James the Greater, the son of Zebedee, the brother of the Apostle St. John, remembering that St. James was one of the first three disciples that our Lord Jesus Christ called to himself to come and follow him. That story is in a number of Gospels, but through St. Luke chapter 5, we remember that Jesus comes to Peter, Peter who had been fishing all night in exhaustion and caught absolutely nothing. And our Lord Jesus Christ tells St. Peter, take your boat and go out to the deeper waters and there let your net down. And when he did, an unbelievable catch of fish that was even sinking his boat occurred. This would also be witnessed to by St. James, who we remember today, and his brother St. John. And our Lord Jesus Christ that day would say to all three of them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. But don't move so quickly over the one-line response that we find in their lives. How did they respond to this experience of Christ? Verse 11 in St. Luke chapter 5 tells us, So when they brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed them. Followed him. They forsook all. And in the word that's given to us in that, it means a whole lot of things, but most of all, it is they literally abandoned their lives to follow Christ. If you think about some of the things that they laid down in that moment at the invitation of the word of God, they abandoned their livelihood, their jobs. They abandoned their fellowship with family and friends. They left the entire life that they had always known behind at the invitation of Christ because of what they had experienced. And because they would abandon everything, forsake everything, and follow him, they would witness the ministry of the kingdom of God through Jesus Christ, his love and his mercy, and all of the wondrous miracles and wondrous deeds of love and mercy that he would do for years for so many people. And after Christ's ascension, St. James, along with the other apostles, would experience the outpouring of his master, pouring out the Holy Spirit into their lives. He would experience that birth of the body of Christ, the continuing ministry of salvation and mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ in this earth. And then he would witness the signs and the wonders and the miracles of love and mercy of Jesus Christ be done through mankind, the body of Christ. Christ's saving ministry continued. They would witness it all, even through his own life, St. James would witness this. And we know that St. James would take that witness and take that experience, having forsaken everything. And he would go from Jerusalem and St. James would make it all the way to and through Spain. And I wish I had a map in front, a world map in front so that you could see just the distance that would be in that time in those folks' lives. Multiple countries he would travel through 
where Christ would minister through him that love and mercy. Thousands upon thousands baptized and filled with the same Holy Spirit now being the body of Christ all over that known world. And finally, going back to this idea of forsaking everything that this fisherman forsook everything, he would take it to its ultimate conclusion, an ultimate offering, for he would give up his very life for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ as he would be martyred, which is why we are dawned in red today. The blood of the martyrs. We honor their forsaking absolutely everything, including their lives. And St. James Christ sacrificed his life for St. James' salvation. And in an offering back of the love and mercy that he received, back to Christ and his love for Jesus, he would offer his life. We need to ask ourselves a question. Why in the world would anyone forsake everything in their lives, abandon everything near and dear to them and everything that they have ever known? Why would someone forsake all of that to follow Jesus Christ? Why would someone go so far as to literally offer up their own life for the sake of Jesus Christ? And I tell you the truth, absolutely no one would do such a thing. There is not one that would forsake all and follow Jesus Christ unless they had experienced it. Unless they had experienced the fullness and the wonder of the love and mercy of God. Let that experience happen and a human person will forsake everything. And they will follow Jesus to the ends of the earth in their lives, regardless of geography. You see, he became a martyr for the sake of Christ. And let's remember what a martyr is. We know rightly that the martyrs are those who shed their blood for the sake of the gospel, who is Jesus Christ. But let's also remember the meaning of the word martyr. For the word that's used for martyr has always been understood in the church is to mean this. The witness. The witness to the living Lord Jesus Christ in one's life. And yes, the witness even through the giving up of one's own life to death. But it is bearing witness to Christ and his kingdom following him as a disciple. That is the definition of a martyr. And I tell you that St. James most certainly was a martyr in both cases. In his life, he magnified Jesus Christ because he left everything and let Christ command him along his way. And yes, he magnified Christ even in the giving up of his life unto death, glorified Jesus in his martyrdom. And St. James became that embodiment of that wonderful saying by St. John, the forerunner, the baptizer. For St. John's life literally embodied these words. My life must decrease. Christ in me must increase. That was the life of St. James. My friends, I tell you this. Every single one of us as living stones of our Lord Jesus Christ, every one of us is called to martyrdom. Martyrdom in the sense of forsaking absolutely everything as a life response to what we've received from Christ, offering ourselves as a living sacrifice to God, forsaking all, 
following him in everything that we might be saved and that Christ may be magnified in us. What I don't know is if any of us in this room will be given the honor to offer our lives for the sake of Christ, that Christ be glorified in this earth and many be saved. I don't know that, but I do know that we are called to forsake all and follow him, that he be a witness, that we be a witness to the living Christ in our lives. And what does it mean that God would call us to abandon everything? What does it mean to see these blessed first disciples forsaking all? What does it mean in our own lives? It can mean many things. For some, it will mean that Christ will call them to leave their jobs and follow him in missionary work or clergy or whatever. God may call a complete shift in our occupation and lifestyle. And we abandon and leave behind what we knew before. It may be that because of the fact we've experienced Christ, broken relationships may occur in family and we must follow Christ first. It may be that friends take a toll, that as our life is profoundly changed by Christ, we have to leave such because they reject us. It could be unlike the rich young ruler who could let go all of the material things that he had. It could be Christ calling us to abandon the hold that material has on our souls. But regardless of all of these things and many more that I can throw out to you, there is one thing that's common to absolutely every one of us invited to follow Christ. That forsake all and forsaking all means for us that we must forsake the kingdom outside of the kingdom of God. We must forsake the world, all of its attractions, all of its patterns, all of its ways of life, all of its disorders and its dysfunctions and the desires that it seeks to grow in us. That we even forsake our own desires, our own inclinations and forsake them for the sake of following our Lord Jesus Christ. And the ones who do this, the ones who forsake all and follow Christ, because that is what it means to be a disciple. There is no other kind of disciple than one who experiences Christ and forsakes all and follows him all of their days. Heeding his word, his directions, because they're words of life. The ones who do this and forsake all, my friends, you will see the kingdom of God. And you will see the virtues of our Lord Jesus Christ manifest within yourself. For you to experience in this life as an incredible foretaste of the fullness that is to come beyond the veil. You know, every week, and I've told you this before, before Mass, priests will go around and they will go before all of the icons of the saints entreating their intercessions for our body of Christ here. And one of the ones that I am blessed to go before and ask intercessions of is St. Edward, the Holy Martyr, who's in the back left. And when I ask his intercessions, my prayer is always this. Intercede for us, blessed St. Edward. That all of us abandon our lives and become martyrs, witnesses to the living Lord Jesus Christ, both for our salvation and for the life of the world. But let's talk for a minute when you consider all the things that Christ might or is calling you to abandon, forsake, and follow him. We have to address this. 
How do we come to a place in our lives where we will do so? How do we come to a place in our lives where we will forsake everything for the sake of our beloved Jesus Christ? And the answer of that comes in a simple way, but we'll talk more about it. And it is from a truth our Lord shared with us last week even. I tell you this just like I said earlier about St. James. How was it possible for those men to drop everything? Because they experienced the love and mercy of Jesus Christ in their life, period. And without that experience, no one will follow anyone like this. They experienced the release of their sins. They experienced the wonder of the kingdom of heaven of mercy. They experienced this. And we can only abandon everything and follow him. Or I should say, we will only abandon and follow him as these disciples. When we allow the Holy Spirit to so inspect our lives with his loving gaze. To illuminate in our lives the reality of the brokenness and the illness within our souls. And when this happens, having been illuminated, knowing that it's been done by the blessing of the Holy Spirit out of the love of God for us. We let our authentic and now newly recognized need to be brought to Jesus. When we bring our great need for his mercy. And his healing to Jesus. No different like we spoke about last week. Than all of those you see physically healed. They knew their need. They knew the suffering within them in their bodies. And they knew that if they could only get to Jesus. This is the only one I know of. That can do anything about my present condition. They went to him. And they received. Mercy. And healing of body. And we must be the same. In other words, when our authentic and realized need for the mercy of God collides with the limitless giver of mercy. Only then will your eyes be opened so to who he is and all that he has done. And joy and praise will fill your heart for what he has done for you that you will forsake all. That you will abandon everything and make your life a living testament, a living standing stone. For you are a living stone filled with the Holy Spirit. A living testament to the mercy of God all of your days. And do you doubt that our Lord Jesus Christ can manifest his kingdom and the virtues, the nature of our Lord Jesus Christ in and through your life? Do you doubt this? Because of your present condition and the way that you think about yourself? Well, my friend, therein lies the problem. We keep looking with human eyes upon ourselves and our weaknesses. When our Lord Jesus Christ stands right in front of us, wanting us to come with those very things and experience mercy and healing, and he will bestow life within us. We are kind of like those spies. That God had Moses send into the promised land when they first came to the river Jordan after they had been led out of Egypt, wandered in the desert. Do you remember that? God tells Moses, send out spies to look at the land. And Joshua and Caleb and a number of them go out and they look at the land. And they come back with the most wonderful report about the land itself. That they saw the beauty and the wonder and the provision 
that would be there for them in this land. But they also saw many, many peoples that were living and dwelling in fortresses and cities within this land. And these people were twice their size with twice the amount and technology of armory and weaponry that they had. Joshua and Caleb, filled with faith, had seen what God can do for a weak and frail people. And they said, we must follow God in. But you remember what the rest of them said? They said to all of the people of Israel in their report, we saw all of these people twice the size of us, and we seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes. We dare not go into this land. And our Lord, displeased with their lack of faith, that is where they were sent back, wandering again and again for the 40 years in the wilderness until an entire generation would die off. My friends, Jesus Christ took fishermen. He took a tax collector. He took people of very sinful reputation and of no reputation and transformed cultures by his mercy through them. Don't be too concerned about where you are currently in life and how you currently see yourselves. Let your lives collide with the mercy of God and watch what, watch what you thought to be impossible become a reality. And let yourselves experience for the sake of Christ the joy in the kingdom of God that he came to bring in and through himself. And we have today the perfect prayer for us all to utter and plead with God for over all of this that he's sharing with us today. The collect prayer of this master, St. James. Grant, O merciful God, that as thine holy apostle, St. James, leaving his father and all that he had, without delay was obedient unto the calling of thy son, Jesus Christ, and followed him. So we, forsaking all worldly and knowledge and carnal affections, may be ever more ready to follow thy holy commandments, which means to follow the living word that guides us daily. Let your need be exposed and let it collide with mercy, and you will leave everything and watch for in wonder to us all and for us all. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.